Is this season two? I wasn't even ready yet. So, so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? My team! LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to repeat, but they are going to play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship, and the Jets are going to be in the Super Bowl. You don't get much hot take in that. My team! Take that, take that, take that. My team! Brooklyn style, baby! Uh, Brooklyn style! Uh, my team! Evening and welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only talented Thoma. Take that, take that, take that, Taylor. Whew. It's so it's so longer than a week. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's November 16th. It's 72 degrees. Like we get to wrap up week 10. An exciting week 10 at that. We're gonna talk about the UFC fights that happened this weekend. We got to break into some NBAs. We actually have a game on the back. We go to talk about week 11 or the week 11 predictions. And we get to talk about Mr. Sensitivity himself, LeBron James. But you know what I say, regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, it's always a good time to talk some sports. So. Let's start talking. Back at it like a sports fanatic. Welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. If you're listening, you're listening live, then you're listening on the, on the MixLR app. If you're catching it back, streaming it, even listening to the, even listening to it on, most likely MixLR, probably listening on SoundCloud, TuneIn, whichever one of the many platforms you can find us on. Well, let's just get right into it. Week 10 of the NFL. <laughs> week 10 of the NFL. Week 10 of the NFL didn't go too bad for us. Week 10 of the NFL didn't go too bad. 14 games played. 14 teams played. Uh, how many teams in a bye week? Four teams in a bye week. Buffalo, Detroit, Indiana, Oakland. Alright. So week 10 starts off Thursday night game with Cleveland and Baltimore. And this game... Ends up being exactly what we kind of think it is going to be. As this Golden State game is currently 12 to 10, Toronto. They played in Toronto. Just a little over seven minutes to go. As Toronto hits a three to go off 15 to 10. So the first game, first game of week 10 starts off Thursday night game between Cleveland and Baltimore. And this game ends up being exactly what it should be. Baltimore blows out Cleveland because Cleveland has no kind of team whatsoever. And I think Cleveland still has yet to win a game this season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the closest they, they, got, they got to winning a game, which is actually said by the odd makers was going to be their best chance to win a game this season, was against the Jets. Apparently these odd makers kind of know what they're talking about at times. This is a game that saw Joe Flacco put up, um, went 30 for 41, 296 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. We got that pick right. As, I, as this week, we went eight and six this week. So that's the first one out of the eight. Kansas City beat Carolina 20 to 17. 
in a game where Carolina blew a lead that they had. Basically, Carolina is sitting there for the majority of the game with a lead, and they blow it. And how do you blow a lead that when you're up in the fourth quarter, where the where there's less than 200 yards passing, and there's less than 100 yards rushing by the team that won? How do you lose? Well, I, t- I don't know how you lose that game if you're Carolina, but I can tell you how you win, and it's called the Andy Reid factor. And I've been telling you guys, and basically. <clears throat> Let me tell you what I've been doing, like, automatically. Like, you, you would really have to go way, 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 way back. What I mean way back, like, oh, man. We're talking about almost two months back. Okay, you know what? I'm going to actually cut this music. We're going to have to go, like, two months back for you to have to remember me making my Super Bowl predictions. And me completely discounting Kansas City from the playoffs this year. And very quickly into the season, and if you listen to the podcast, and you then you know... And then you know, very quickly into the season, I have completely, not only had a turn of heart, you know, a turn of heart, you know, with Kansas City, I have come to an epiphany that Andy Reid is one of the top three if one of the top five, definitely, if not top three coaches in the league currently. And every time they find a way to win, you hear Alex Smith. Less than 200 yards passing. That team as a whole, less than 100 yards rushing. They win 20 to 17. That's, that's, that's been them... Since Jim Harbaugh showed the formula of how to win with Alex Smith and then gets Kevin Kaepernick, ships Alex Smith over to Kansas City, Andy Reid moves out of Philly, he goes he goes into he goes into Kansas City and bam. Look, I didn't say that in the correct timeline, but those are all the events that happen. And now we're talk and now I'm telling you, Kansas City is one of the top five teams in the NFL since Andy Reid has taken over Kansas City. Like, he's always there. Like, they've consistently been there. Like, when we've been talking about the Denvers and the Green Bays and the New Englands and the Seattles and the, and the whoever currently hot team, the Carolinas and the Arizonas and, <laughs> and Denver for a little bit. I may have said Denver already. <clears throat> and now Dallas, you know, respectfully so. The Giants, Cincinnati... We have, we have consistently left Kansas City out of it. And it's because Kansas City plays what's considered a, a very disgustingly ugly style of basketball. I mean, of football. Play that music again. Complains that plays a disgustingly form of a baseball, a football that nobody is motivated to try to watch. But 
they're, I mean, they're good until the end. Like, those are those, these are one of those games that they're good, that they're not good until the end. Where you get, like, Dallas game, that we'll talk about later with Pittsburgh, that was good all the way through. Like, if you turn that game off, or I should say turn the game, if you turned away from that game for 10 minutes, you saw two lead changes. That's how good that game was. So there goes two out of the eight that we got correct. Kansas City over Carolina, 20 to 17. Denver lost to, or uh, Denver beat New Orleans, um, 25 to 23. In a game that, once again, I had New Orleans winning. And I can't be surprised. I can't be, did I mark this one? Nope. I didn't, I didn't mark this one as a, as a gimme, but this is one of the, this is the one that I changed my pick on. This is one of the ones that I changed my pick on the air, and I said, nope, I'm not going to go with Denver. I'm going to go with the home team in New Orleans. Should have won with Denver. Would have been sitting at 9 and 5. So, once again, this is one of those things where you guys, if you're listening to me, then you can kind of you can kind of determine which which ones I'm not picking for real, like or which ones that you should feel iffy about because I'm iffy about, and the question should raise, like, hey, what is really going to happen here? Denver over New Orleans 25-23. The LA Rams beat the New York Jets 9-6. to And again, then I picked the Jets. Well, once again, you knew that was a hard pick, so you could have picked against me on that one. And once again, look at that. We're talking about 10 wins now you're talking about for the season. 10-4 for this week I'm talking about. So, my book, this is on you. This is on you. It's going to be passing blade. But there's some games where we all know that they pick them games, and hey, if you have a slightly better philosophy or reason behind why you think that team could possibly win, then go ahead, go ahead. Take it, run with it, do your thing. I'm not stopping you, B. But thing about that New York, the LA and Jets game, right, is that, honestly, I didn't see any difference, like, for, this is the game that finally they put in a young kid on um, Bryce Petty, right, because the Jets have finally got to the point where they are so horrifically bad that they are eliminated from the playoffs, and, and for some time now, we, I, feel, I feel like we should have seen what the young, the young gun would have done, because I told you that everybody else's gun has gone young to the point, because they've realized that veteran quarterbacks that aren't, that aren't really ish, are always going to be veteran quarterbacks that aren't really ish. And if you're going to be constantly evaluating talent, then you know what? Let's see what this young talent is doing. Instead of trying to pay these guys 12, 14, 15 million dollars just to see them suck. Because once again, they put in Bryce Petty. And Bryce Petty, honestly, I didn't see any difference in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Bryce Petty went 19 for 32 for 163 yards, one touchdown, and one late game interception when the Jets needed it to win. Don't that sound like Ryan Fitzpatrick to you? This is going the other end as they're playing the LA Rams. And and, and LA Rams is, um, have this guy, Case Keenan, who's been playing in the NFL for a little bit while. And, but now they're finally gonna, they, they finally said they're going to put in their, their rookie quarterback in this week when they play, when they play, when they play, when they play Miami. He went 17 for 30 versus. As I told you, Bryce Petty's 19 for 32. So two more passes, two more completions. For 165 yards. 
no touchdowns, no interceptions, W. You know what the difference was? That interception. Honest to God, intercept like in, in a game of in a game of field goals and kicks, that interception is the is the end of the game. Because at some point in time, they're going so generic heavy on the pass that you can't help but just sit back and wait for them and and wait for that little bit of moment where they where they mess up, you read their eyes and you pick that ball off and you take your knee and there goes the game. Nine to six. Fifteen freaking points. Next up, we had Green Bay versus Tennessee in the game that I had Green Bay um, coming to win as Green Bay put up 25 points. But for some odd reason, they just couldn't stop. What was what, what was Tennessee? They lost that game 25 to 47. As we see in Green Bay starting to falter, as Green Bay currently, as we as as it currently stands, Green Bay is is not even in the playoff picture. If the playoffs were to start today, Green Bay is not there. That's where we currently stand now with Green Bay. Atlanta lost to Philly in Philly. And Atlanta's always been, a, is, is consistently going to be a team throughout the year that is going to scare us. It's going to scare me. It's going to scare a bunch of people because of what they've done through, the whole, through their whole entire past. Atlanta has not finished, has, has not had a complete season where they just do good. And that is scary. And losing to Philly, even though Philly has a good defense, Philly's been on the decline. We're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back from this commercial break. Let me put you in a game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. Your games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multiverse Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multiverse has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include PlayStation, GameCubes, and Xbox in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. the mighty sports podcast i'm still your host talent t taylor welcome back thank you for listening i appreciate it if you're still listening live still you're listening on the mix lr app thank you guys for listening you know without you guys you know nothing nothing works here nothing nothing thrives and nothing goes the way that it needs to as in the background we're trying to get back this golden state warriors and toronto game and the game decided to do its own little thug dizzle as it went to the end of the first and that could just be exactly what it is between quarter, quarter jitters. As we continue with Atlanta and Philly, 
And so Atlanta lost this game 15-24 to in Philly. And it makes me wonder, because it does make me wonder, is this the beginning of what we call now the Atlanta downfall? Like Atlanta's pattern of starting to lose games where they shouldn't, because Atlanta's currently sitting at 6-4, and four, and while they may have a very comfortable lead over Tampa Bay, who's sitting at 4-5, and five, how long... I mean, if they keep losing games like this, how long is it before Tampa Bay catches up? If Tampa Bay can't catch up, Tampa Bay has to go against Kansas City next week or this week. So for right now, Atlanta seems to be safe. But Atlanta can't continue to lose against games like Philly. But that also does show you, against a good defense, Atlanta's going to struggle. Which means that when they get into the playoffs... Don't be surprised if Atlanta gets bounced quick. That may be the number one thing. Don't be surprised if Atlanta gets bounced quick. Next up, we have Minnesota over Minnesota playing Washington. We picked Minnesota to play that game, and they lost to Washington at, in Washington, twenty to twenty-six. But let's go back to that Atlanta Philly game. You know who did work on Philly? Matthews. Anyone you want to pick? Ryan, Jordan, pick one, anyone. Ryan Matthews had had nineteen rushes for one hundred and nine yards. Thirty yards receiving. Jordan Matthews had six receptions, 73 yards. So Philly did work. Still a little bit more work than Atlanta should be, should be allowing. Minnesota loses to Washington 20 to 26 in Washington. And once again, I automatically start to think, hey, what did this quarterback do to mess this game up? What did this young quarterback do to mess this game up? Then I have to remember that this, this is no young quarterback there. This is Matthew Stafford. Not Matthew Stafford. Um, Sam Bradford. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I was confused. So there's Sam Bradford. Sitting. Behind center. And this guy that didn't want to compete in Philly... That kind of want to, that kind of trying to chase his way out of Philly, walks into a team that's basically a Super Bowl contending team and loses the team like Philly. I mean, like like Washington. And then it makes you wonder. Okay, you know what? He didn't do too bad. When you look at it, when you look at the numbers, 30, 31 for forty, over three hundred yards passing. And then he also, and, and but what happened is that. They do nothing. And when I mean nothing, Minnesota had 20 points in the first half, in the second quarter alone. And then they put up nothing the rest of the game. So, excuse me. So in a team like Minnesota that's basically supposed to be filled with defense, you figure you give your team a substantial lead, a two-touchdown lead, you should be able to hold on to that. Minnesota, Minnesota couldn't put up another touchdown that would have won this game. And 
their defense couldn't stop a couple of field goals. Really bad game all around. Like, just, just everybody just not doing what they're supposed to do in late game situation, early game situation. It's not, it's not. I'm, I'm worried about Minnesota. Minnesota is barely holding on to even being a playoff contender or to that wild card spot. As you see them losing their position to Detroit right now, as they're both tied. At, sorry, not that. Wait, as they're both tied at five and four. Houston beats Jacksonville. And Houston improves to six and three. That's all I have to say about that. Houston is Houston for right now. Houston has no kind of interest us whatsoever. They have there's no JJ Watt. I guess I don't know JJ Watt to poke at. Like, what do you have there? You have a team that you have a team that's, that has a good defense, but isn't the JJ Watt kind of defense? And they're still finding ways to hold on and maintain and win games, even though their offense. Tends to be as anemic as as, as as any other bad offense out there, i.e. Jets, Washington, Philly, you know, guys like that. LA. Tampa Bay beats the brakes off of Chicago 30 um, 36 to 10. Chicago sucks. Let's just put it out. Chicago sucks. James Winston went for 312 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. We had Houston right, we had Chicago. We had the Houston game right, we had Tampa Bay correct. Miami lost Miami beat San Diego in the game that we had we had picked San Diego to win. Uh, yeah, I guess you could have called that a little bit of hate. I'm not even gonna front. San Diego doesn't really show much to me of why they should be winning, and Miami has found a formula now to win, as I believe this makes like their fifth win in a row. As they are finally they finally found a way to run the run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. We saw what happened last week as they as they eliminated the Jets from from any kind of playoff contention, and now they you see the same formula again this week. They learn to run and not give it to Tank or Hill. Hey, we all learned somewhere. San Francisco loses to Arizona. 20 to 23. In one of three, maybe four late night games. Well, three. I mean four if you want to consider the Monday night football game. But seriously, one of four. Late night games that you're looking at and you're like, wow, here was football. Here was the football that we wanted played all season. As, as people have been taking pokes and jabs and, you know, they've even gone to the extent of... that they see well these four games basically and these four late night primetime games basically help recapture I shouldn't say late night primetime but these late games help recapture what everybody wants from football we had drama we had games that were way too close for one reason as San Francisco 
basically lost to Arizona 20 to 23. And this is one of those games that was just way too close for anybody's liking. Especially if you had Arizona to win, if you picked it against the spread, any, anything of that nature. Kellen Kaepernick did some things, um, did okay, but 20 to 23. That's the final, that's the final verdict of that particular game. The game of the night. Like, now, the NFL game of the week, or whatever they call it, America's game of the week, as well was happened to be multi-vest game of the week. Dallas versus Pittsburgh. And like this one can you just say wow? Just just wow. That's a wow. <laughs> That's a hell of a game. That That is a hell of a game. And as I told you already, that I've completely bought into the hype. And it's really bad, because you know, buying into the hype of Dallas is really like... Danger zone! But, I'm buying into the hype. They they found the formula. And, like, I said it, so... And, and, and listen, <laughs> not, even, not even about the formula. Like, they found, like... Let's talk about the formula. They found that formula. Run the, run the ball more instead of passing the ball. They learned that during the Tony Romo era. And it's something they continue to do during the Dak, Pres the, the Dak Prescott era. Especially since they've upgraded in the running back position from the guy's name that I can never remember when I need to. Who's in Tennessee running up, running up the place. Versus now who's Ezekiel Elliott. It's a completely new era. Because now what happens is that. You have skilled position players that can stay healthy. Now we don't know what Dez is going to continue to do. Health wise. But for right now. While he's on the field. Those guys are fierce. We're talking about Dak Prescott. 22 for 32, 319 yards. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. Ezekiel Elliott, 21 rushes, 114 yards. 21 rushes. See, that's, that's good. 22 passes, 21 rushes. We had 32 attempts. But that was 21. 21 of those went to Ezekiel Elliott, which guarantees you that out that Al, that Al Harford, not Alpha Alfred Morris had his had a good fair share. As far as a few other people. Well mainly Alfred Morris came in there and took off the workload. That's Bryant. Six receptions. One hundred sixteen yards. Oh sorry. Ezekiel Elliott, twenty one touches, one hundred fourteen yards, two touchdowns. 
do the math, that's over five yards per carry. That's Bryant, six receptions, 116 yards. One touchdown. And in a game that was still back and forth between Dallas-Pittsburgh, Dallas-Pittsburgh, Dallas-Pittsburgh. And I told you, even when I picked this game, that part of the reason, part of the number one reason I was picking this game because of the simple fact that I had bought into what Dallas was doing. And if Dallas was going to be able to take the next step into really being not just a playoff contender, but seriously being considered a Super Bowl contender, they're going to have to beat the guys like Pittsburgh. Beat the teams like Pittsburgh. And again, this went back and forth until Ezekiel Elliott just basically ran it in, to, ran it in at the end as they, they just basically just kept on pounding away at that team. And like I said, this is a game that makes you say, wow, 35 for 30. Dallas. And I said it. They said it. The football aficionados, whoever, the, 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 the sports voices. Like, they said it. And now, Tony Romo has said it. It's Dak's team. The Tony Romo era is done. And I've said it for a while. Tony Romo has officially lost his job. And now you see it. He knows now he has officially lost his job. If I'm him, I just stay there. Stay there and collect some backup money. Bask in Dallas. And let them take care of you. Because you know they will. And if anything happens, then you get to come in and play the hero. And not have to worry about being injured. We're going to finish up week 10 when we come back from this commercial break. Talk about the NBA a little bit, some UFC. We still got to talk about week 11. And about your boy LBJ. That and more when we return. Mighty Sports Podcast. Yes, the 999 for the WWE app. It's a beautiful thing. Like, listen, I'm still over here trying to catch up. I watch it, Hell in the Cell. As, listen, if you haven't seen it by now, then these aren't really spoiler alerts to you. As we see Roman Reigns, he maintained, he maintained his title against Rusev. Brian Kendrick won the Cruiserweight championship the new day I think I'm actually watching a new day match as they take on 
you look stupid in Cesaro. <laughs> ah, and Kevin Owens retained his title against Seth Rollins in a dastardly way as 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 his best friend the voice of Jericho locked himself in the cage to help Kevin Owens retain and that's about as far as I've gotten and I need to finish watching the rest of this um, the rest of this show this thing so like I said this is a spoiler for you Jim, that you're worse than I am because I already know, like, I'm about three weeks behind. Like, I already know, like, I'm already, like, Survivor Series is right around the corner. And I'm still trying to watch Hell in a Cell. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> That's really funny. I don't know why you're laughing. I don't even know why you're laughing. That's not even funny. Let's, let's finish up. Let me talk about week 10. Seattle also had another... Great game of football as they took on the New England Patriots. And they managed to beat the New England Patriots 31-24. In, in a game that I guess I want to... I, I personally want to call a revenge game. Because we all know that Russell Wilson should be sitting as a two-time NFL champ instead of just one NFL ring. We know that Tom Brady should currently not have a ring for like over the last decade now and be kind of like in this LeBron thing where he kind of makes it all the time but he just can't find a way to keep winning them. <laughs> Excuse me. In a game where Russell Wilson's... Well, I, it's weird because Russell Wilson still doesn't look like himself but this version of Russell Wilson... It's still really fucking good. Russell Wilson still with his leg injury, still being immobile, still being highly considered a, a mobile quarterback and not a quarterback that does it from the pocket, went 25 for 37, 348 yards. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. And he still did it without running. He only ran for six yards that game. But you know what was interesting? That he basically had five receivers with over 50 yards. Now, granted, and I said basically he had five receivers. He had one that had... 48 yards, and that was the tight end Jimmy Graham. But four of his receivers, actual receivers, had over 50 yards. The tight end 48. So basically, like I said, basically five receivers with over 50 yards. That's basically accounted for over 250 yards between five receivers. Like, not only has Russell Wilson become, <laughs> I think, kind of Peyton Manning-ish, when he gives his speeches, where he's just now the ah shucks good old boy, and he does this, and he says the generic football stuff, but he has become, at times, kind of Drew British, where when he does pass it, 
Not because he's might probably because he's also short, but I don't find a lot of receivers like this. That I, I mean, quarterbacks like this that I can think of. That, like I said, he has five receivers with over fifty yards. That doesn't happen unless, like, your name Drew Brees. Maybe if your name is Tom Brady. Maybe. And then, and that was the Sunday night game. The Dallas Pittsburgh was the late four o'clock game. Or the afternoon game, the 4 o'clock game. Along with the San Francisco-Arizona game. But in Cincinnati versus New York Giants. This was the Monday night game. And this was a game that we had right as well. We had San Francisco, Dallas, Seattle, Cincinnati right. This was a game that... I don't know what I picked originally. what I told you guys, but I definitely know that I knew the Giants, I definitely picked the Giants, if you look at the Facebook page, Giants are circled, and even my note here from last week says Monday night, you know why that says Monday night, because Cincinnati doesn't do well on Monday night, as, as somebody was asking me for help for one of their football pools, and I gave them the kind of advice that you can only expect to be given. And when they asked me about the Cincinnati game, I said, no, nah, pick the Giants. I said that I have uber faith in what is now the 6-3 and three Giants. It's just that I don't have faith in the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Cincinnati Bengals, with all the talent that A.J. Green has and all the passing that they do, they currently are not in the playoff picture, one. And they don't know how to win what's considered the big games. Games against since um, Monday night games like that or prime time games, and what happens here? They lose. Even if it's by one point, they lost twenty to twenty-one. And he don't even pass over two hundred yards. AJ Green caught for over seven for over seven hundred. <laughs> I'm joking there, but. Odell Beckham, 10 reception, 97 yards, one touchdown. Eli Manning, 28 for 44. 240 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Cincinnati just cincied. That's all, that's all that was. Nothing more, nothing less. Cincinnati cincied. That's week 10. Week where we went 8 and 6. The home versus away teams, they went they went an even seven and seven. The America's football game of the week did not disappoint. And yet and yet well, I'm gonna take my talents to South Beach because I'm the best player in the world. I have a huge basketball IQ. You know. You know exactly who that is. That is your champion. That is your... I did not become a champion until... I had to go hang on the coattails of Pat Riley and Dwayne Wade. Of other champions like Pat Riley and Dwayne Wade. You know, until I left... My city and my team. Not just my team, my city stranded. Made them lose a 
third of their economic prosperity and growth. I'm going to take my talents to South Beach because I'm the best player in the world. I have a huge basketball IQ. The Mr. I am so lucky for Ray Allen that I even have two championships. Even luckier that Draymond Green got suspended and, and Andrew Bogut got hurt. That I got a chance to have my third. They're still three and seven. Well, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach because I'm the best player in the world. I have a huge basketball IQ. It's three of seven when you promised the city of Miami. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, not eight. Really stayed there for four years. Not five, not four, not, not three, not two, not one. <laughs> so LeBron James. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. LeBron basically currently now has a beef. with Phil Jackson. Mr. I have more rings than you have even been in championship games throughout your whole entire lifetime on all levels. And this is the guy you decide to get uberly sensitive about. Right? And, and, and listen, I, and I thought about this. This, this has nothing to do with my, like, my, like, I know what you're thinking. Like, I'm just saying this because, no, 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 it's not even that. Because, you know, honestly, I'm looking at this and I'm like, is LeBron James getting mad because the, because the guy just called him dude? Like, that's really what it is. Like, Phil Jackson is a Zen master kind of guy. He's a guy that, when you hear him talk... Is he not the kind of guy that still that, that you that you still hear him use words like, yo, he's a cool customer. Yo, hey cat daddy, that's a cool cat right there. You know what I mean? He's Shaw. That's you know, he still uses terminology like that. So when he's talking about LeBron James and his people, he's and he says his posse, he's not making some some racial slur at him. No, LeBron James needs to get the sand out of his vagina that is still stuck in there from the one he decided to. Well, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach because I'm the best player in the world. I have a huge basketball IQ. Because, you understand? Like, it's, it's like you, 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 he is mad at basically what is dialect, speech, verbiage. LeBron James and his crew. LeBron James and his posse. LeBron James and his squad. LeBron James and his peoples, LeBron James and his boys, LeBron James and his entourage, LeBron James and the motherfuckers that he made rich. It doesn't matter what you call them, they're still the same thing. He didn't say anything disrespectful about them. He said LeBron and his boys. LeBron, hey, these ain't my boys. I built a little bit more, man. And I think it should demand a little bit more. Shut the fuck up. Because 
Like LeBron James over here acting like he got disrespected. Like, like somebody needs to put respect on his name for something that he did. You know who, somebody, you know who respect they need to put their name on? Conor McGregor. And Conor McGregor just won UFC 205 in New York, main event, and, 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 and unified two belts. Now he's a champion in two divisions. Basically, what he says, what he's about to do, he's about to kick his feet up and let the fighters come in. Because there's nothing left for him to do but for people to start stepping their game from coming to him and start earning some paydays. Start earning them some paydays. Listen. This is not hard to, this is not hard to figure out. I'm going to say this one time, one time only. Stop trying to figure out what to do on a Friday. So stop worrying, stop thinking, head to Capone's nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you'll find DJ Seth to mix in the lounge room. So you can start dancing and you can start drinking with DJ Seth. Listen, if you're one of those people that you get a little shot in and you, and you start drinking so you can start dancing, regardless of what you do, you make sure you do it with DJ Scepter every Friday from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy. Fellas, you bring your swag. It's going down at Capone. Listen, wait, there is more. If you're trying to figure what to do on a Wednesday, Wednesday, you, you mean tonight? Yes, I'm talking about tonight. If you don't know what to do tonight, go find DJ Scepter at O'Malley's. This is O'Malley's on 441 between Coconut Creek and Royal Palm Boulevard. DJ Scepter plays everywhere that you want to be. And now he is with MC Entertainment? So we're talking about birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceaneras, bachelor and bachelorette parties. DJ Scepter puts a world touch on everything. For now, as, as we still know, reservations are still made through bookings at DJScepter.com. But as things evolve and change, we will get you the MC, the MC Entertainment information as well. Stay tuned. DJ Scepter. Sports podcast. He's still here. It's still a good day. It's still 72 degrees. It's a nice 72 degrees outside. So that's a nice cool breeze here in South Florida. We just had a super moon the other day that started tearing up my knee. My knee was aching in all kinds of ways. But you know, you already know that South Florida, uh, South Florida, period, just passed that one nice little rule that says that pretty soon we will be able to get medical marijuana. So to help ease my pains, Pretty soon, I will be able to smoke weed every day. As we now transition and we talk, just I don't know if want to talk about a little bit more basketball, because LeBron James kind of revved me, revved me up, because a lot of good things happen in basketball. We're talking about a week where, yeah, a week where a, a lot of double doubles have happened so far. Like your boy LeBron James put up a double double. Whiteside put up a double double. West um, Westbrook um, put up one. We saw Randall put up a closer triple double. Even your, and even our boy, well, we haven't got a chance to do this right. You got this one ready? You got this one ready for Mr. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler put up 27, 27 points and 12 rebounds to record a, a double double for the season. 
know, so far this week, LeBron James had 28 points and 14 assists. Randall had his first triple-double off. I mean, I'm sorry, his second career triple-double for his career. Um, that is 17 points, 14 rebounds, 10 assists. We saw Whiteside put up a monstrous double-double with 19 points and 25 rebounds. And Russell Westbrook with his double-double so far for the week of 33 points, 15 rebounds. And it was close to a triple-double as he put up 8 assists in a week where... Like I said, we saw Orlando take down Oklahoma City 119-117 as Serge Ibaka puts up 31 and hits a game winner at that. Andrew Wiggins put up his career high of 47 points as they take down um, the LA Lakers 99-125. And the Clippers beat the Brooklyn Nets 127-95 to improve to 10-1. Yes, that is so far what is happening in the, NFL, in the NBA. We got more. As I said, like, in the background, I'm trying my darndest to see what's going on with this Golden State at Toronto game. But we're having all kinds of complications. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, child. Things are going to come around. We're still going to talk about some basketball. We're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about some things. Number one thing we have to talk about, I just realized we are in the last segment of the show. We really are. So, while we're here, let's go ahead and ease right into week 11. Week 11 also see four teams on a bye. Atlanta, Denver, the New York Jets. Thank you, baby Jesus, that I don't have to worry about seeing the New York Jets lose another game this week. Can't see them lose a game. They have a bye. And also the San Diego Superchargers. First up on the lineup, we have New Orleans taking on Carolina, and eh, this is a game that I have New Orleans beating Carolina, and it's, and I, I honestly don't have faith in New Orleans, but I also don't have faith in Carolina, and that may be the easiest way to say this, is that not only do I not have faith in New Orleans, but I don't have faith in Carolina. The Carolina Panthers, that were basically only lost, were 15 and 1 last year. I don't have faith in them. So, I have New Orleans beating Carolina. I'll probably be wrong. You know, division, rival, all that sort of crap. I have Minnesota beating, um, beating Arizona as I'm going to give Minnesota one last chance to see. See exactly who's really faltering because Arizona isn't quite out of the playoff hunt, and neither is Minnesota. Like Minnesota is sitting at five and four, Arizona is sitting at four and four. And if Minnesota is going to continue to try to make the playoffs, they need to win this game. If Arizona is going to try to make the playoffs, they need to win this game. So I'm going to take Minnesota to win at home in their dome with Matthew Stafford. You know, and see if they can come over with a victory. 
I see. I hope. I, I hope to see. Or uh, I have Cincinnati over Buffalo to see if Cincinnati can come off their little slight losing streak and take whatever Buffalo. Buffalo coming off of a bye week. Was Buffalo on a bye week? I think Buffalo wasn't a bye week. And that's even that was a tough one because Buffalo coming off a of bye week. It's not even much about Buffalo. This is one of those things where I pick the coach. I pick the coach because the coach can kind of motivate his team. But let's gonna take Cincinnati and beat Buffalo. I have New York Jets over Chicago, as Chicago just can't get right. New York Jets are currently on a nice little winning streak as we're starting to see that defense starting to come together, especially in the corners. I'm, I'm in that in 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 at that corner position. Basically, their secondary as a whole, but mainly, mainly, not not as much their linebacker core as it is was their corner position. As we even see, like another year, JPP, you know, being able to adjust to having that 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 three-legged claw of his, that three-finger claw of his. I expect Pittsburgh to rebound and beat the brakes off of Cleveland. I have Kansas City beating Tampa Bay, and all for one reason and one reason only because of the and go on, come on, say it with me, the Andy Reid factor. A R F. Arf, arf, arf. <laughs> I'm not balking up, but he's a, he's a pit bull of a coach. It's the Andy Reid factor, and, and you don't put anything past it. That's where that's the number one thing. You don't put anything past that Andy Reid factor. I have Dallas beating Baltimore. Well, I mean, once again, I'm, I'm I'm I am a believer of what Dallas is doing. And Baltimore hasn't been really Baltimore this year, even though they're sitting at the top of the division at five and four. I'm not really impressed. Like, Pittsburgh should have ran away with this division, especially with Baltimore being at 5 4, but Pittsburgh has been lackluster. Like, like I'm, 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 I'm just whelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not, I'm not underwhelmed. I'm just whelmed. I have Denver beating Jacksonville. And I have Denver beating Jacksonville for the simple reason that. Denver just needs to kind of keep pace with the Tennessee's and the Miami's, the Pittsburghs, basically. <laughs> and 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 let me let me not let me actually let me let me rephrase this. I'm sorry. They need to, they need to keep pace with Oakland and Kansas City. Because while Oakland and Kansas City are sitting at seven and two and seven and two, if I'm not mistaken. What is Denver? Six and three, seven and three. And I may have something wrong here. I could have swore I had Denver on a bye week this week, but I also have them playing Jacksonville. So which one is wrong? We'll come back. And we'll figure this one out. Tennessee and Indy. Now Tennessee over Indy. This is the game that we bring out our good friend. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Where's the money? Well, you like that? That feel good? That feel good? Where's the money now? Where's my money? You got to 
till five o'clock. You hear me? You got till five o'clock. You freaking psychopath! Clean yourself up. And yes, folks, we brought out the odd maker for this one. Because you know what? This is Tennessee and Indiana. We're talking about five and five Tennessee and four and five Indiana. We're talking about two teams in the same division, same conference, and, and they're both kind of fighting for that last spot. And we do have a correction about Jacksonville and Denver game, just to let you know. We're going to go come back and touch down that a little bit later. So, here we go as we get ready to give it a flip. And the odd makeup picks their away team. The odd makeup picks Indy, folks. And I can't be mad at the odd maker on this one. But I'm going to go against... No, I'm going to pick the home team. I'm lying. <laughs> I was going to go against conventional wisdom. And I was going to say, hey, let me pick the 5-5 five and five Tennessee, especially looking at what they just did um, last week. But you're going, you're going into Indy, and I've been, I've been inside that stadium before. You can, be, you can be whelmed. You can get whelmed. The LA Rams beating Miami. I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. It's not what you think. Actually, it's exactly what you think. I'm hating. So, to do our correction, like, that was supposed to be Jacksonville versus Detroit. And you know what? Even though it's not Denver that has to keep pace with the Kansas City and Oakland, like I said, as they sit at 7-3, and three, you know what? Detroit also needs to win this game if they want to keep pace. If Detroit is sitting at 5-4. and four. If they want to keep pace with the teams like Atlanta that's sitting at 6-4 and four, and Minnesota, who's also tied with them at 5-4, and four, and also make sure that they also stay at, they also stay within striking away the New York Giants in case they fall out of that division leader and fall into what's considered the wild court hunt. So, Detroit needs to, needs, needs, needs to win this to keep pace, and we're going to have Detroit beating Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a little bit anemic to me, and I, I see Detroit doing what they do best, and that is and that is winning when they have Dome. I expect New, Orleans, New England's to beat the brakes off of San Francisco. And San Francisco, like Cleveland, I don't, I don't understand. Even, like, I don't even understand what, what these two teams are doing this year. I expect, um, I, I see Seattle beating Philly, as Philly has to fly all the way across the town to go and play Seattle, it's probably going to be raining, it's probably going to be cold, even though these are things that Philly is used to, Philly's going to have to travel. And even though this is a late game, Philly's going to have to travel. And we're going to see how that traveling works, and like I said, there's a couple of things that, you, that they say that, tra that that does travel when you do travel, that is defense is running, and that is two things that we definitely know that Philly does have. They do have a running game, and they do have defense. Let's see if they have enough defense to get to, to, get to Russell Wilson, and he's been playing lights out while he's been slightly immobile. And also, they are still finding ways to, to to successfully run the ball enough just to keep defenses honest enough so that he can get passes of 50-plus yards to five different receivers. We have Green Bay beating Washington. And the only reason I have Green Bay beating Washington because this is this is a game that kind of has some playoff... that kind of has some playoff implications because if Green Bay is going to resurrect their season in any way, shape, or form. This is a game that they're going to have to be able to win. It's also a game that Washington also has to win if they're going to try to get, sneak back into playoff contention. So this is a team that both teams will have to win if they're going to just, just want to be considered in the wild card hunt on wild card talk. And for our Monday night game, we have Houston versus Oakland. And... 
Oakland is a team that I am fond of, and I want to see them continue, not only continue to win, but see if they can keep pace with Kansas City and the Andy Reid factor. As we're basically going to see 7-2 Oakland versus 6-3 Houston. This should be a good game. I'm picking Oakland to come out of this one, and you know what? I, I was gonna, I was gonna delay, I was gonna get the eye maker on touching this a little bit, but you know what? The eye maker has had enough fun for this week. You know what, folks? That is the show. That is, is yeah, that's it. Episode 13, week 11 of the NFL, November 16th. It's been fun. It's been real fun. You know what I say? Thank you guys for listening. I, I, I do appreciate it heavily. Thank you. Stay tuned. It'll be the same time, same place. Wednesday, 8.07. What you know me, so every once in a while, I run on talent time. I run on, I run on a TTTT. A talent 20 Taylor time. <laughs> and then, you know, I may start like at 8.17. It happens every once in a while. Today was kind of close. Had a lot of stuff to do. You know, some new roles play at home. Grandfather, you know, you know, you know, wearing me thin. Almost forgot I had a podcast today. But you know what? I can never forget to come to you guys. You, you guys, like, listen. As much as I love this, you guys are Paul. You guys are, all, are the only other reason why I continue to do this. For the Rachels, the Mias, the Natalies, the Lewises, the Darnells. You know, what I mean, the Jacks, the Vins, the Bobbies. You know, for you guys. So appreciate it. So thank you. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. And don't stress. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. Tired, baby. Tired. My teeth!